Hi, you are listening to the Inspired Mind Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Michelle Shaw. Be ready to be inspired. Stay kind, hit your goals, regroup, find self-love, make more moments for small joys, and meet my red Doberman fortune from the Sunshine Club. Hope you enjoy this podcast and download it. Thanks for tuning in. Be kind and have an inspired mind. This is Michelle Shaw. I'm your host of the Inspired Mind Podcast. Welcome. I am sitting here in a truck <laughs> and it is uh, January, mid-January. I was just thinking I never did my roundup of my favorite books of 2023. I wanted to share with you in this episode what my top favorite four books that I read in 2023 were with you today, dearest listener. So if you are a reader I, I think you'll enjoy hearing what these four books all are. They're all very diverse and different. And if you're not, you still might want to find out what they are because it's it's so wonderful when you find a book that resonates with your soul and you're able to learn something from reading, right? And um, I've been a huge book lover my whole life. And um, very much one of the reasons I got into writing is because I love books so much. So let me go over my favorite books with you. I have two women authors and, and two male authors that all, uh, are, are my top favorite books. And um, let me start off with Virginia Woolf, all right, To the Lighthouse. And I will be honest, I hadn't expected to even be that... Re- um, be that impacted by Virginia Woolf's book. You know, I read Mrs. Dalloway and I loved it last year and um, had to the lighthouse. I thought, you know, I'll just read this book, but let me tell you, I was in a three day funk. Okay. Uh, Reading after I finished reading this book, the impact it had on me was so profound and and, and lasted so long and in a positive way. So when I say I was in a funk, uh, the, the powerful emotions that it brought out of me by reading Virginia Woolf's To the Lighthouse is, uh, you know, that's why I'm, I'm listing it first. It doesn't mean it was better than all the other three books, and four books I'm about to share with you. But let me first just go over with you how I, in my mind, rank a book and, and why they become one of my top favorite reads. I, I go by First of all, my experience reading the book. How how much did I love reading the book and how much did I just enjoy going back to the book? You know, and when you're really hooked into a book and you just think about, oh, I just want to get that time to read more the next chapter, find out what's happening. So that's one of the top um yeah, one of the top reasons I list a book number one or number two or number three or number four and how I that experience and what I felt while reading the book and the emotion, what emotion did I experience? How much did the characters in the book uh, touch my soul? Could I relate to them? Did I learn something from the characters? Uh, and, and what did 
I also learn about myself. It's, you know, when you read fiction books, and just be prepared to discover pieces of your soul inside the pages of, of, of someone else's writing. Because sometimes we learn something about ourselves when we read fictional work. Could be nonfiction too. Maybe it's poetry. But especially fiction, I find it it's almost like a mirror when we, we relate to a character and we understand their story it 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 makes us a little bit nostalgic maybe right for our own lives or how, how we can look at our own soul maybe change you know especially if you can relate to what's happening in the story like oh yeah i can i've experienced it even if it's fiction and the fiction brings us into the now of our own lives by experiencing emotions by reading the written word of a fiction novel and i um, have this as a little backstory okay when i was in hollywood i had an acting teacher uh, he demanded that i read four literary classic novels before I, I worked with him as a as an actress you know because he's saying from fiction we learn about character development we learn about other parts of the world it's like we're taking that that journey so that that's also part of the impact of how i come up with you know why a book resonates and um i'm not a prolific reader i know some people out there reading like 200 books a year i i tried from anywhere from 24 to 40 books a year if i can uh, you know, a few few years back i was had a few more i was reading but i'm just happy to have time to read and also what did i discover about life that I may have not learned yet. You know, we learn a lot about living through reading. And um, that's what's so beautiful about reading. It, it can teach us so much about ourselves, also things we may not know. And also it's just great to read because we, um, we can expand upon our own vocabulary right you know <laughs> that's always a good thing so let me let me get back to Virginia Woolf and to the lighthouse so this book was actually based on kind of like an autobiographical autobiography of her own life but but in fictional world right and so she grew up going to a beautiful house on the beach and on this cliff and um, it, it's basically the same um, from her childhood so she drew upon that to write to the lighthouse so I will be honest when I first started reading this book it was a slow read where she's very uh, pragmatic and, 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 and about her details where you're going into all those details you know when you think about literary classic there's a lot of um, extra writing on the the theme to the surroundings to the characters you know there's so much extra copy where you know today if you're reading like a thriller you might get the one line about what the person looks like but once you get into to the lighthouse and the life of mrs ramsey so mrs ramsey runs the household and she has um, you know, if you want to think of like Downton Abbey, she has some um, household uh, servants or maids, however you want to call it back in that time. And then also neighbors. And you just start to get involved into the daily minutia of their lives in this little, not a huge house like Downton Abbey, but, a, 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 you know, smaller version of that, but a very nice, well-to-do home sitting on this cliff where they would spend their summers 
Um, and then you, you know, there's this one a neighbor that flirts with Mrs. Ramsey and she, he has a crush on her and, but you find out that she's madly in love with her husband. She does it very subtly. Um, you know, I'm going to uh, be honest. I will, this, in my, uh, breakdown in these books i'm giving spoilers so you know maybe you don't want to know <laughs> but let me just tell you um this maybe i won't do the spoilers all, all i'm going to say about to the lighthouse is in the second half of the book 10 years pass and then when you come back in 10 years to that house there are many uh of the main characters are not there anymore because a lot's happened during World War II. All right, that's all I need to say. <laughs> My goodness, it was just such a poignant read and what I learned from it and about uh, this family and what they had in the three days I read it around my birthday in 2023. So To the Lighthouse by Virginia Woolf. Some claim that's her best book. So look that up and, and, and see about reading that. Just try to get through the first, you know, 50 pages or so. And trust me, it will be well worth your read. Moving on. This is um, Mary Oliver, okay? Mary Oliver Devotions, a, a, a compilation of, of many of her works. Uh, got that in the springtime. I've always, I, I got uh, my first Mary Oliver book was in the 90s and the journey uh that one poem i read it and what's so interesting about life is wouldn't you know it that that is the poem that a good friend of mine recommended to me uh at this stage in my life and when i went and bought devotions i'm like oh my gosh when i saw what book it was from it completely triggered I, yeah, I bought that book in the 90s and it was so exciting because her you know I saw a, a, a headline on, on an online uh, media site Mary Oliver saved my life something like that and I thought I will say yes to that <laughs> at the time I was reading Mary Oliver some of the the poetry that of hers the poems I read it they were just, it just like music to my soul and what I was feeling what I was going through and and then when you can relate to poetry and it and it resembles pieces of your own emotional world what you're going through it, it's just sort of like that nod you know that some other human being out there had a similar experience but the way she writes is so gorgeous she ties in a lot of wildlife nature and uh you know yes some of her poems are dark but it's gorgeous darkness reveals the light and so she always has that little bit of undertone of light um the wild geese is one of my favorite poems by her snow geese um the journey let's see there's there's ones on the, there's a couple about trees and you just have to look her up even if you google you know sometimes i'll just google her name and just read read the poems on my phone when i when i need a little uh mary oliver um like to fill my soul up for the day i'll just go right there on the phone and it's it just like that quick fix but mary oliver devotions find that book especially if you're not a poetry lover she's an excellent poet to start with because she's uh more contemporary uh and she she brings you into the now of your own life and you and she has so many different poems that you can relate to and and draw upon for your own emotional well-being moving on i've got now let's go into the last two books um 
they, they're both male authors. One is an actor, um, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey wrote a book called Green Lights, a memoir about his life. And I found it extremely inspirational. I remember when Matthew McConaughey won his Oscar, and I still remember his speech that he gave. You know, sometimes people just think, oh, you know, people that are famous, they just got there on their own, you know, and they didn't have to work for it. And let me tell you, Matthew McConaughey is a normal, came from a middle class family right out of Texas, worked his way up. And huge journal writer that's one thing I loved about it because I've been writing in a journal for most of my life and talks a lot about the power of journal writing one of the things he also does that I've never thought of doing which I thought was pretty cool (laughs) is he writes a letter to cities that he's visited and um, you know like one to New Orleans or or New York and he writes a, a passionate letter about the city to the city I thought that's pretty creative I loved that but um in in going back to his Oscar speech that he he gave when he won for Dallas Buyers Club he he thanked himself as being the hero of his own story and also in 10 years and that might sound a little pompous but what he's saying is he followed his own path he had the courage to keep going through the hardships you know and what's neat about reading the memoir is you find out he went through this period where he was being stereotyped in all of those romantic comedies and he had to turn down many huge roles and lots of money to break out of that to uh you know break out of that stereotype and, and, and receive a little bit more credence as an actor. Like, you know, when he first came out with uh, John Grisham's novel, A Time to Kill, which is what launched his career, uh, really launched it. So look that um, book up, Green Lights, Matthew McConaughey. I would loved it, loved his memoir, and it's very much worth reading, and it will inspire your soul. Moving on, um, this last book that I mentioned is coming out actually in 2024 and I read it on netgalley.com. Colton's Third Act by Jeff Zentner. What a marvelous book and you will want to read this in 2024. I um, read it over Thanksgiving on my phone and I will admit I, I don't read books on my phone very often and I didn't mind at all <laughs> reading this book on my phone in fact I just you know couldn't wait to get back to it. it's like one of those um, factors like I really enjoyed the story it's about a country music singer um, so it's, it's beautiful it's a beautiful story about starting over and second chances and also about life and love and and um, the main character is a, a famous musician in Nashville is very successful and um, has a very strong stance against uh, gun control and a lot of uh, loses his record deal all these things happen kind of spiral out out of control and also has a drinking problem he has to deal with so he ends up moving back home and uh, wouldn't you know it um, meets his high school sweetheart and a story goes from there i don't want to spoil it but this is a must read for 2024 jeff centner he is a literary um 
wonderful author. He's already received a lot of accolades from um, his uh, young adult books. And I, I think this is his first adult book. You've got to grab it. I think it comes out in April, end of April sometime in 2024. So I just love that book. I sat on the couch under my mom and dad's two half moon windows and cried many tears of joy just from relating to the story and what the characters went through. And the, and the writing is gorgeous, very poetic too, very lyrical. So my four favorite books of 2023, let me go over them again for you, dearest listener, uh, to the lighthouse, Mary, um, Virginia Woolf, Mary Oliver devotions, Matthew McConaughey, green light and Colton's third act Jeff Sentner all four right there on the same level not one really one above the other they were just all and they're they're all you know you can't really compare those four books (laughs) you know so all four of them are just gorgeous books that you will want to buy read and just keep right there next to your your bed I can't wait for uh Jeff's book to come out for at the end of April so I can actually have the real copy of the book so I'm looking forward to reading more Mary Oliver looking forward to reading more of Virginia Woolf I still need to finish the waves by her and also um, anything Matthew McConaughey writes I will be reading that too that's it from my heart to yours read books in 2024 Um, they don't have to be self-help books to change your life reading fiction works reading poetry will change your life too maybe even in more of a significant way and this is coming from someone that's a huge self self-help reader and an author but the experiences that you you um, can extract and and build on from reading fiction it, it also has a, a, a stronger way to change your life if you allow it if you allow yourself to go there where the characters go you can learn so much about yourself which is what we all need to do to grow to be stronger to reach the dreams we want to achieve and also build those relationships that we want to keep building in our lives with our loved ones our friends our acquaintances meeting new people and we learn more about ourselves when we read books i'm sure you know that too from my heart to yours stay kind and have an inspired mind i'm out Hi, this is Michelle Shaw. I'm back. Just wanted to follow up uh, my four favorite books from 2023 with notable books that I also loved um, that were right behind the top four. Um, I had a lot of great books that I read last year and um, read let the great world spin at the beginning of the year um colin mccann and what a read that was about um two irish brothers that go to america and um during the time they're in new york city there's this tight rope walker that's walking between the buildings and it's based on something that happened in the 70s in new york city with the and um colin mccann brought to life these characters down below that all weave together and boy rip your heart out poignant all of these different um, facets of lives going on um, so that was let the great world spin Colin McCann also um, Cormac McCarthy read him for the first time in 2023 read three of his books the road um, 
Passenger and Stella Maris. My 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 top favorites of his that I read last year were it was Stella Maris actually the follow up to Passenger, but just love his writing. Um, the road the final paragraph in the road blew me away. So any of his books, I'm looking forward to reading Blood Meridian by him coming up. Um, maybe I can read that this year since I'm reading favorite authors. And another book I want to mention. Um, two more authors I want to mention from last year that I read for the first time and just loved Jack Kerouac never read any of his book read on the road and then I read um, a few of his short stories in another compilation I had so much fun reading on the road by Jack Kerouac it was just like um they were zooming across the United States and it was just such a different world back then uh when people didn't they didn't you know if you wanted to show up at someone's house it was completely fine that's how you visited people back then and and it's it's he's on the road with some pals and just all sorts of crazy things happen it it was a blast reading that book um i also want to mention i discovered and read jim harrison for the first time um in search of the genuine i absolutely loved that book. So those are some books I wanted to mention as follow-up books to the top four that I absolutely loved. And um, if you are a fan of the Love Story uh, by Eric Segal, he does have a follow-up book called Oliver's Story. And I read um, that book last year and enjoyed it very much, Oliver's Story. And it tells all about what happens to him after Jenny dies and and how he moves on with his life. So if you loved that movie or that book, you might really enjoy Eric Segal's follow-up of Love Story. And and that's a bit, I read a couple of um, Joan Didion books, Democracy, um, South and West. I always love her writing. Her writing's very grounding to me. But that's that. those books that I wanted to mention you should check out especially Passenger and Stella Maris and Let the Great World Spin. And that's it from my heart to yours. Keep reading, stay inspired, and, and keep discovering new new books that you want to read and new authors. It's always so exciting when we discover a new author and then we have all of their books to read and to love. So I wish you well. I wish you lots of fun reading in the new year of 2024. Stay kind and have an inspired mind. I'm out. Hi, this is Michelle Scholl, your host from the Inspired Mind Podcast. I hope you enjoyed that last podcast. Please connect with me on social media. I'd love to hear from you there. Michelle underscore Scholl. S-H-U-L-L at um, Instagram and on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm not on there quite as much, but I do have a page there. And also find mangojane.co. I have a a page there, news, where I update, share moments, uh, kind of like a column, different things going on with the, the books that I'm publishing through Mango Jane, the public domain books, and some of my own writing. Hey, take care. Stay inspired and and don't give up hope on your future. Yes, there will be hard times. Get through them by creating those little moments of joy, just like the Sunshine Club. I'm here for you and I'm grateful for you. Thanks for listening. Oh, thank you.